Radio Shouty. Shouty. Digital. Q. I cut up the station. It's about that time for Fila. Most likely he a small fry if he was stamped by Beehive. It's one in one station only. They got the streets on fire. So please do not touch the dial. Cut with film and go live. What's happening? What's happening? What's happening? Of course, you know it's your boy Behind Radio Shouty. And stepping in the building, I got an A-Town legend in this thing from the iconic group 112. Slim in this thing. What's good with it, boss? Yes, sir. Hey, man. Just glad to be here, man. You know Already? Yes, sir. Slim, can you take me back to day one when you fell in love with the music and you knew that this was what you was going to be doing for the rest of your life, man? You know what I'm saying? Um, you know, we from Cleveland Avenue, went to Walter F. George High. Um, you know what I'm saying? Like... Um, we were doing talent shows and stuff back then. People didn't know anything about the 90s. You know what I'm saying? We took out the talent shows and stuff real serious. So, you know what I'm saying? So all the way from like Sharon Showcase talent shows, all the high school talent shows. You know what I'm saying like, I remember going to Columbia, you know what I'm saying? Going to Columbia High. You know what I'm saying? Big shots out to them, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> when, uh, uh, what's my boy? Uh, Chris Tucker was hosting the bad yeah. boy, you know what I'm saying? NDRE, it was, everybody was in that you know, talent show. It was crazy. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? But we, we 112, we were known for winning them. We, yeah. I think we've never lost. My God. Yeah. Okay. What was it like when 112 managed to get that record deal, though, man? I mean, y'all boys were singing outside of the club, 112, yeah. and it went down. How yeah. was that for y'all? Crazy. Cause, you know, it was bittersweet for me because, you know what I mean, I was about to get my ass whooped because, you know what I mean, uh, I snuck out the crib, you feel me? <laughs> And anybody that shots out to all the preacher, you know what I'm saying, preacher kids out there, you know what I'm saying? So you already know what time this is. So exactly. my mom's an evangelist. You know, even though she did see us, see all of the parents raised each other. We raised each other. So all the parents, you know what I mean? Especially like Mike, grandma, Mike, mama, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? But they, you know, they let, they Mike started the group. So, yeah. you know, it was more lenient with him. So I, I, I thought I was cool, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Mike could pick me up. Yeah. No, man, this time, you know, so we, I snuck out. It was at night, you know what I'm saying? We we were still in high school, you know. So we know we couldn't get in that we we couldn't get in that club. Yeah. But we caught Puff. You know what I'm saying? Puff actually had heard a a, a demo of us. Mm. We had done with Dallas Austin. You know what I'm saying? Okay. And, uh, we was up there at the studio, just chilling, and you know just working with him, Tim and Bob, you know? and um, and he heard the joint. He said he wanted to hear us sing live. So that's the best way to you know what I mean? We yeah. caught him out there in the parking lot. When out there start singing a cappella, anybody know how we do? Yeah. You know what I'm so, <laughs> hey man, I looked up and said, "Hey, if I all I gotta do is sing these songs and I can move out of the hood," <laughs> he literally, he said, "Yeah." My God. But it's gonna be. Let's go. Let's go. Exactly. Let's go. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Let's go. Yeah, man. What was it like being some young guys out of Atlanta though, linking up with Bad Boy and then having to go up north with it? Yeah. That, now that was crazy. Uh -huh. That was crazy. So. You gotta understand, I, I ain't I never left out of my community. Never been on a plane ever in my life. Yeah. I, I think everybody was like that, really. So when we get on a plane and you get out there and you go to New York, mm -hmm. immediately it was the summertime, but when we got to New York, it was cold. Shit. I was like, yo, well, man, somebody should have told me to bring a hoodie or sweater, you know what I mean? <laughs> but um, I mean, eventually we got a chance, we 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 started getting used to it, you know what I mean? And uh, like it started doing, it, it started paying off. You know, going into the studio, start meeting, you know what I mean, um, big shots out to Faith and Big and you know, you know what I'm saying, Junior Mafia, they they they, they really embraced us the time we got there, first day, you know what I mean? So we start hanging with them. So we start knowing a lot of the situations and stuff going on. So, you know what I mean? Um, 
Yeah, man, it was a real cool. Songs like Only You, I mean, you know, Peaches and Cream. When I think Cream. about my 112 songs that really get the party started yeah. or set the mood, whichever <laughs> yes, way you want to go with it. We're going to do it both ways. Break, you know it, what I'm saying? break down no them studio leaks. sessions for me, though. Now, Shrimp. I'm going to tell you something right now. You know uh -huh. what I'm saying? Now, I knew I was joking around, but talking about the, uh, you know what I'm saying, me playing the video. Yeah. Like, Candles and the flaps, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> but no, real, that's it. but real talk, real talk, man. Our studio sessions were just that. We had what? the candles out, the flowers and stuff like that. You know what I'm saying? We gonna set the mood. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Because we knew exactly what the album had to feel like. You know what mm. I'm saying? So, uh, of of course, like with arm, like with the with the ballads. It was easier because that's what we were used to singing. Yeah. So like when we came up, you know, our the people we looked up was like Silk. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So you got Silk singing "Lose Control." Yeah. And, you know, yo, we're we're thinking that's our mind frame. Like, okay, so when it comes to these ballads, let's kill. Yeah. But you know what I'm saying? Big shouts out to Bad Boy, especially puffing them for having a vision of you know what I'm saying, teaching us like, yo, these are gonna be the beats. This is the Bad Boy sound right here. That's right. Now you all gotta figure out how y'all gonna make it make sense. Mm -hmm. And I was blessed to where I caught on first. Come so on that's now. why y'all heard me singing a whole bunch of stuff. Cause I cut, you know what I'm saying? So I caught on, you know what I'm saying? It was easy to write over. So just being vulnerable, singing real soft, but keeping it real type records on, you know what I'm saying? Hard beats. That's right. You know what I'm saying? So that's why only you, yes, the beat is hard. So guys, we can bump it. But it feel good with the, what we're saying with the, to the ladies. You know what I'm yeah. saying? We're saying only you. you know Come what I'm on saying? now. But, you know, and people used to say, man, oh, they do it for the uh, ladies. You know what I'm saying? And yes, we do. But yeah. we also do it for the players. That's Us right. Us players that don't want to talk. Exactly. We don't do it like a lot of talking. So stick the record. You know. <laughs> there we go. Slim, for you, though, coming out of Atlanta and then joining Bad Boy, of course the label was already popping before y'all got there. So did you feel any pressure? Yep. When we joined it, you know what I'm saying? Talk to me now. It wasn't like he had just started. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? So we were like in school. Yo, we were like in school. Like, you know what I'm saying? So it was like, as when we got signed, now yeah. all of a sudden here, here come Big and Craig Mack yeah. jump off the porch. And then, you know what I'm saying? Boom, here goes Bad Boy Records now. And then, then here come Faith. Yeah. And then Total. We're like, okay, all right. Well, first off, you know what I'm saying, like us being very competitive ourselves, uh -huh. and you from Atlanta, we're, you know, we were already kind of ready. You know what mm -hmm. I'm saying? Like we were built like, okay, well, we're going to do our thing. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So when it was our time, it was our time up next, mm -hmm. we were like, yo, and, and, you know, ain't no slowing down here. You know what I'm saying? We represent the ATL, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, you know, we're just blessed because it's like we have the best of both worlds. We're from the ATL and we not, we dominate our, our era. Mm -hmm. And you know what I'm saying? We came into New York and people understand when I walk around New York, they be like, yo, it's, it's a God, R&B exactly. God. You know what I'm saying? So it's good to have both sides of the situation. Did you think that y'all first album was gonna take off the way it did? <laughs> so then tell me about making that album and then seeing it drop and not knowing if it was gonna oh. be all the way up through there or not. Now I'll tell you something, man. Hey, man. Like, I always talk that, you know, you don't put all your eggs in one basket, right? That's right. So, in the back of my mind, now, even though, you know, you know, like, even with my mom and them, like, it was crazy because she was like, you know, she she kind of, she never took it serious. Like, she mm. was like, 
No, but they all used to hang together. Oh, they sing together, but they play ball together. You know yeah. what I'm saying? I Gary, if you catch Mike and him Slim together, they probably out there shooting dice yeah. out there in the back. You, know what I'm saying? you don't know what's going on. It's, it's always together though. So she was basically saying, "Hey, you know, um, you know, I don't know if they're. I think this is having fun. I think this is a phase. Yeah. So in the back of my mind, I was always like, if this don't work, yeah. Okay, I'm gonna take this money. I can flip the flip. Me. I can take. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I can open up a. You know what I'm saying? I can open up a store. You know, I, it's not I'm nothing wrong you. with doing something like that. And you know, and you just keep it moving, right? Exactly. But we were blessed. The first off the porch, only you. The first, it becomes a a classic record and yeah. two million records on a single, and then you know what I'm saying? And then you drop, come see me. He actually really dropped it in New York, but that goes platinum, and then here comes Cupid, the third single. And it goes triple platinum and makes the album go double platinum. Now you're starting to say, man, uh, <laughs> we might be all right. You exactly. know what I'm or, or this is going in the right direction, which puts pressure up on the second joint, you know what I'm saying, sophomore jeans. So then talk to me about that first album still, though, because now you got three platinum singles going crazy at the same time. And I mean, Cupid goes down in history as one of the greatest love songs of yeah. all damn time yeah. as well. Yeah. So after experiencing that success, what was that like when you went up there to New York, you came, you saw, and you conquered in that thing? Yeah, now you're saying, it was just like, I remember talking to Puff, and Puff was like, what y'all gonna do now? Like, okay, y'all know. So we're on tour, we're on tour. So our first tour, first tour we were on with, was with the Isley Brothers. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So I imagine that. Come on. <laughs> so. We kids, you feel me? Yeah. So if y'all go on y'all joints, go look us up. You put type in 112 back in the day, like you'll see just how young we were looking, like just in the face, teenagers. And here we are on tour with the Isley Brothers. My God. And, and, and you know, if you go to an Isley Brothers, first of all, you go to an <laughs> old school R&B tour, like a show, they come to see the, the main event. Yeah. Now, these people, you know, hey man, they were already 40 years over us, 40 years in the game, and doing it big. So they kind of looking at us like this. <laughs> now, <laughs> Cupid wasn't out at that time. Uh, you know, we didn't have any other songs out. We only had Only You. Uh -huh. I promise to God, we probably sung Only You probably about three or four times, man. Like, so what we learned on that tour was that we had to learn some more songs. So, <laughs> so we what we did was we started learning like. Um, like classic records, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, Mike has seen Dunny Hathaway, you mm -hmm. know? One would sing uh, Brian McKnight, one would sing Stevie Wonder, I would sing Babyface, yeah. you know what I'm saying? So now we start learning us, you know what I'm saying? Who we were, and you know what I mean? No weak links in group, you know what I'm saying? This is what, make whatever. So um, we start holding our own, but then we had to get our minds right because here come the, we got to worry about the second album, and everybody started talking about sophomore jinx. So what is that like when people are coming with the sophomore jinx stuff, and you thinking to yourself, we over here jamming, we just had all of this success, and y'all know we're about to do it again? Yeah, well, yeah, in our mind. Yeah. But then, you know, you quickly start learning that, you know, it's kind of different, like when you're sitting out on the street, and you're looking at a person and be like, man, they ain't about to do it, you know what I'm saying? And then now, it's you. And everybody now the world is looking at you yeah. and they're saying they can't do it. You know what I'm saying? Now it's like it's a bit of yeah, it was a bit of bit of a little, you know what I'm saying? Like, mm, well, we better, you know, it's a little worry a little bit. But for the most part, we were like, hey, 
if you got the equation already, yeah. you just don't steer away from the equation. Come on, you know what I'm saying? So, and I think that's where people be messing up. Once you get out of the equation of what made you successful, mm -hmm. that's when you start experiencing. When you think about that bad boy sound, and it's kind of equated to that old school Motown sound, but mm -hmm. in a more you know contemporary era, what yeah. was that like being a part of that sound when yeah. you got you? Biggie, Faith, Junior Mafia, everybody going crazy at yeah, the same time, the same and time. being a part of the one of the hottest labels ever right. in hip hop yeah, history right. and right. music history as well. Right. Yeah. So that that right there, we were embracing it. Like you know what I'm saying. Like for myself, it was like a humbling situation. But then you know, I always told myself, and I still remember myself saying it to myself, like enjoy every second of it. Uh, you know what I'm saying. So it's like, you know, it's not like what it is now. We have, you can record things from your phone. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Like, back then, 112, we came out in 96. Google came out in 98. So, you know what I'm saying? Unless you had a big old VCR <laughs> joint, you know what I mean? Somebody yeah. following you around that, I mean, so nobody can take it out of your own memory. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So, and I ain't gonna front. Like, I always looked at the um, movies like, the, you know, um, you know, uh, five heartbeats yeah. and stuff like that. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. And I always said that if we're ever blessed to have that type of a career, I want to do something like that for 112. Talk to me about 112, though, Slim, because you just kind of took it there when you think about the five heartbeats. Did y'all have those kinds of trials and tribulations in y'all group, just trying to keep the group together and <laughs> be great, coming from those humble beginnings? The next thing you know, you're all the way at the damn top. Yes, we're going through it right now. <laughs> <laughs> hey, listen, hey, I'm yeah. I mean, and, and it's crazy because it's like, if I was to start the movie off, uh -huh. I would start it off with uh, the five guys that started, you know what I'm saying, that was in 112, Ooh. that sat there in, 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 in Mike's grandma crib and just looking at, like looking at the, you know what I'm saying, looking at all of the, whether it's the movie, yeah. or whether it was the, you know what I'm saying, the video awards, and then us pretending we were, it was yeah. us. Because you know, it's crazy, it's like, we watched New Edition, mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying, like that was our biggest, the ultimate group for for us. Mm -hmm. And to, wa to watch New Edition always have these successes, and then they go through that stuff, Hell, I wanted to be. I mean, I thought I was Raph Trasband. <laughs> I, I mean, I knew I was too young to be in a new edition, but I wanted to be in a new edition. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, before 112 popped. You mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? So it's just like, I, I get it. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, you know, even with 112, the things that we're going through, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like, you know, um, it's just like, it's not shocking because I, I, now that I look at it, name me one group that is that that, that is iconic that didn't go through those situations. I don't know one. none. None. I, I don't I don't know not not the ones that what we trying to do, which is we're we're trying to get the hall induction in the Hall of Fame and Facts. we want the star in the walk of fame. And since I now now know how much that star costs, <laughs> hey listen, hey one <laughs> <laughs> half of this is gonna be all right. <laughs> but you know, hey, I mean it's, it's that's what it is. Dreams versus reality though, Slim. Mm -hmm. When y'all have all of these dreams as young boys and then y'all go off to experience that reality, you know what you got off the Five Heartbeats and the Temptations Crazy. movies, but then you go in there and it's time to live the 112 movie. Yeah. What was that reality like for y'all being in the middle of the music industry and at the top of it at the same time? Very good question. 
Very good question. Dreams versus reality. You know what I'm saying? Watching something and then actually being a, being that. Yeah. Well, actually being that is not as fun as what I thought. Oh, slam! <laughs> no, I'm just saying, like you, you I'm watch, with you. You you're looking at it, and it's entertaining when you're watching it. You <laughs> know what I'm saying? But at the end of the day, whatever the however it chooses to end. Yeah. You wait. You walk up out of there. I'm like, man, yeah, that was crazy, <laughs> <Exactly>. right? <laughs> I look, sometimes I look at myself. I there's some mornings I look at. I be like, I mean, I'm crazy. What the yeah. hell did I just get myself into? Because yeah. you know, at the end of the day, like for me, right? Mm -hmm. Like I think that uh, everybody's situations are different. Mm -hmm. Like or like, even if you're walking, you think you're walking the same path, you don't know what's going on every in everybody's life. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So that's what makes it very interesting being groups. Mm -hmm. So you know. Um, in my situation, it's not about the money. Mm -hmm. I already got that kind of figured out. That's you know right. I got things going on. For me, it's more of the creative side and more of the culture. Mm -hmm. And it's like, I believe in we, us, and our. So yeah. if I can affect the next man, you know what I'm saying? That's where my situation is. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Like, I've already figured out the art of myself a long time ago. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And I'm not, I'm not a person that cares whether you know my name or not. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? My situation is more like, so what's good for this brand? Mm -hmm. This brand is what I wake up to. I love it. I, I do anything for it. This is what it is. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And that's just what it is. Like everybody's path is not that. Answer me this, though, Slim. As y'all start to age through it all, though, did that not change anything to what folks was like, hey, man, I'm a certain age. I just want to go out here and get this bag right quick and go back home. Yeah. Nobody came to that conclusion? Yeah. Well, you you thought of that long? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you, hey, in this industry, oh, you age quickly. Exactly. <laughs> I don't care what you look like. You age really quickly. Yeah. Like, what you thought it was, and then when you walk into the door, and then when the realities of things, like, like, all I knew was like when I like, yo, like before we had to deal or whatever. All I wanted to do was to hear my music on the radio. Mm. That's it. And mm. and I, and I'm and if I get and I, and I get some money, yeah. that's crazy too. You get it together, <laughs> that's that, crazy, right? That's right, man. In our situation, man, we done lost people that we were very close to. Yeah. There are people that you thought that you, they called you family. They tell you they love you. They're not there anymore. Like it just all kind of whirlwinds and ups and downs. Like you, you it, like different labels, this that, ulterior motives, all kind of craziness. Yeah. And then you just say to yourself, like, man, God, when I had asked for that blood, like you know, for this, like, could you have just gave me a little warning? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, <laughs> maybe you might go through this right here. Do you really? Are you sure you want to go down this alley? You know what I'm saying? But, yeah. But you know what I'm saying? I ain't gonna front. Like. If somebody was to ask me, would I do it again? In a heartbeat. Come on now. You know what I'm saying? Those 90s and that whirlwind and the time passing. How fast did you feel like that time went by for you, Slim, in the middle of the game and in the eye of the storm? Well, keeping it real with 112's career, we, we were blessed to run a decade. Whew. So we came out in 96 and our last uh, platinum, not not charted, but mm. platinum. So I, I got to make it hard for us. That's right. So our last platinum record, my oh, God dang it. Well, not not counting my my stuff. 
Okay. But you know what I'm saying? 112's last platinum joint mm. was in 2006. Mm. So, so 96 to 2006. Mm -hmm. You already know it's our fifth album. Album goes platinum. We had a top record. You know what I'm saying? What well, you already know. Mm. So that in itself was a blessing. Mm -hmm. But I promise you, that mark went like. That's <laughs> <laughs> what I'm saying. Did it feel like 10 years? It went, no. Like, it was crazy. Like, we went through. All those tours, you know what I mean? We toured with Whitney Houston, Isley Brothers, and Janet Jackson, and you know what I'm saying? Our own stuff with two bad boy in the fat, you know what I'm saying? Puppy fat. Like, it's just crazy. New edition tour. Yeah. So it's just like crazy when, you know, that's why I said live, just embrace every second. Moment. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Embrace the moment. Good, bad, and ugly. Yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? Because even with pain, at least with pain, you know you're alive. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's real. <laughs> yeah. The Isley Brothers, New Edition, Janet Jackson, being able to meet these people in person and go on tour with them. Crazy. What was that like? Crazy. Like, I got so many stories. That's the reason why I said, if y'all, 112 deserves that book or that, or that movie. Mm -hmm. Because, like, our story is like none other. And when you meet people, like, just to think, like, yeah, when I was little, mm -hmm. I used to look at good times and be look at Penny and like. <laughs> and now, I'm looking at Janet like, and, and to know Janet and like be on the road and then when she was like, Slim, when is your birthday? <laughs> and it's my birthday. You know, so I said, oh, it's the 25th. So we're we're on the we're on the road, and you know, she has this little situation where you know every show. She'll pick somebody to put them out, and she'll bring them out and put them on this bed thing, and you know what I'm saying, and strut and, and Yes. All you have to do is, like, look up All For You Tour, okay? <laughs> okay, listen, all right? <laughs> Jan Janet was, yo, like, she is, like, she was, she's amazing. So, yeah. okay, so she had this leather outfit. But, like, I don't even want, just let's. Catwoman okay. suit. Catwoman. Yeah. Okay? And then she brings somebody, and that time, she waits till. Right here in Atlanta. Oh. And she pulls me up there. Like, I'm ca caught me left. I'm like, man, stop playing. I'm over here talking to her, you know what I'm saying? Like, one of the, you know, somebody. Yeah. And, you know, and all of a sudden, I, we know what's going on because we always on the road, so we know her show. Exactly. But all of a sudden, she's walking across. I'm not paying attention to her. She's walking back and forth, you know, she's doing teasing the crowd or whatever. Mm -hmm. All of a sudden, I felt the light. <laughs> so I hear everybody, oh, and you see the feel the light. I look up, and she's looking at me with a smile. Like, and then the the Russian dude, for the first time, we never seen him smile ever. Just, like her bodyguard <laughs> looked like something dead from Call of Duty. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like man, and yo, like for the first time, he had this smirk on his face. He was like, "Come on up here, let's, let's hurry up." <laughs> okay so for her to do that you know what I'm saying like that's just one of the biggest things I think I was the most love hated man in, in, in Atlanta for at least three months you know what I'm saying <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah man so now back to bad boy a man by the name of Biggie Smalls can you talk about y'all relationships with Big and what was it like working with him and then you know Slim did you feel like 112 
Puff Daddy, Biggie Smalls, everybody in those rooms were going to go down as icons and legends in the game, or was it just a bunch of black folks getting in there jamming? Yeah, see, and that's how it felt. Okay, so when we say in the family, it's really like a family. Yeah. Like, to this day, like, you know what I mean? Like, I'm doing some music right now called Cheryl. Cheryl, put Faith on the phone. Mm. And she, you know what I'm saying? So, yeah. Let's do a little something there. <laughs> so here we go. Like, here, like it's really a family. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it never, it was from day one, that's just what it was. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So, like, you're not really thinking about, oh, man, that's kind of big. No, nah, you really like, yo, man, we about to, we, we getting in here, we about to make the best music possible. And we're all in there together. You know yeah. what I mean? And you trying to make that bad boy go. And you hearing the beat over and over again. Big doing his thing. Big never writes anything down. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? He just sitting there just listening. Everybody's talking and you know what I mean? And then we I'm over there like, man, okay, the melodies are mm. <laughs> melody. No, scrap that. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Like, and you're doing all kind and you're all in together. Yeah. It is an amazing, just an amazing situation, you know what I'm saying? Big, if anybody met Big, mm-hmm. Big was like, Despite him being six foot four, four hundred pounds, you know what I mean? That could be very intimidating. But if you really <laughs> knew Big, like man, he was a gentle soul. Like yeah. and very funny and, and you know what I'm saying? And definitely uh, you know what I'm saying, he'll give you the shirt off his back. Yeah. He if he considers you family, you know what yeah. I'm saying? And that's how he treated us. Look how many times he mentioned us in the song. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. but he had a he had a real respect for one twelve. Like mm-hmm. if you would have asked if one if Big was alive here now and you would ask who was the best group, he wouldn't care who you're talking about. Cause he really <laughs> felt like that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Cause he, he did see things that we used to do. Like so we'll be in New York, right? Yeah. So in New York they used to have little pockets where you go to like uh, like uh, clubs or whatever, where they used to have past the mic type joints. Mm. And you had singers, real raw singers whether they had deals versus people off the street, and here you go. Mm-hmm. Well, if anybody knows 112, we said we're a talent show driven. <laughs> so you, so you had to know we're. we're that's how we cut. Yeah. We're cutting it. We look for things like that to keep us edged out. So we've crisped some groups Woo. and people that they know what time this is. <laughs> and you know what I'm saying? Like however you, however they wanted it. You know what I mean? And you know we don't have no weak links. You play on the piano, yeah. we're gonna get you like that. If we doing the acapella, we're gonna get you like that. That's right. You know what I'm saying? If it's on the track, we'll get you like that too. It don't matter how we do it. So yeah, Puck, I'm big, and them used to see it. Mm-hmm. Us do it, you know what I'm saying? So he was just like, oh. Sky's the limit, getting there and recording that thing. Crazy. That was crazy, cause Big was alive. Mm-hmm. Now I remember he was like saying, Yo, I got this idea. I got this idea. So they're playing the track. We was at the bad boy office. They're playing, and, and he was like, you know, rappers, you can't really sing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, you know, like, but he had the, the beat. Sky's the limit, and you know, you can have just boom pressing on. Yeah. And I'm sitting there looking like, hey man, he got an idea. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, this is kind of wild. He's actually singing, you know, and he was like. No, don't worry, I got my part. It's here. You know what I'm saying? Man, he don't write, like I said, he yeah. don't write nothing down. So it's really here, here. So like when he said when he said his idea, we were like, cool. All right. 
So I took we took that idea, mm-hmm. went to the studio, put it together. We added our parts into what we did. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And then how it came out, that was just crazy. Another song that came out crazy was that Anywhere with Lil Zane. That what we talking about? Here we go. Se- second, everybody was talking sophomore jeans. Uh, Here we go now. Okay. Now what was crazy about the situation is, all right, so. I know people now can't do this. You know what I'm saying? They can't wait uh, three years and then put out another album, right? Ooh. Well, in the 90s, that's how we felt. We just yep. felt like, okay, when we drop this album, buckle, buckle yourself, you know what I'm saying? That's buckle right. up, you know what I'm saying? You got any groups, you know what I'm saying? I don't care what label you are, you know what I'm saying? You might wanna push that back <laughs> a little bit. Or throw that stuff out faster. You know what I'm saying? Because when we come out, but you know, there was like, with all that success on the first album, we were like, what are we gonna do? So we, the first thing, see we have an equation. You got the, we got the track, mm. the, the track had a sample in it. We took the joint off of it with Luther Vandross. You know mm. what I'm saying? Feel, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It feels like, like a certain York, type of a- That's how we do. Like yeah. we'll play tracks. You can play samples and you can like look at the, look at the, like the, like the weather, what's going on. You could play like, we just feel good. It feel like it's about to be spring. Yeah. We'll take the summer. <laughs> well, at least it's gonna feel like the spring. Mm-hmm. We dropped this, you know what I'm saying? So when we did that, we dropped a record called Love Me, mm-hmm. brought Mace back on there, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And then it was about to look. We went to Universal Studios and actually used the, you know what I'm saying, stuff that people were filming for a movie. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So um did that. You know what I'm saying? And it did what it's supposed to do, but the whole thing with 112 was you got to do something that's going to catch people, you know what yeah. I'm saying? And at the time, people were looking at us like, you know, good boys, choir boys. We, we're dead church boys from, you know what I'm saying, Atlanta, Georgia, you know what yeah. I mean? If you looked at us, you know what I'm saying, we dressed in the Versace suits, yeah. you know what I'm saying? We were very clean cut. Mm-hmm. So you might have to embrace the other side too because, you know, we're also from Cleveland. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? People didn't know it, but, but here we go. Yeah. We're not going to jump out the box of who we are. Mm-hmm. We just, we're, what we're going to do is we're going to do it in a, such of a way. So that's mm-hmm. what the 90s was about. You can say something runchy or something, whatever, but it's the way you say it. Mm-hmm. See what I'm saying? So, so what we did was we put out anywhere. And anywhere, if you notice, we get with... Uh, what was I think that was Lil X? No, Zane. No, 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 Lil Zane. No, Lil X. I mean, um, oh, director. Director. Okay, X, yeah, yeah, yeah. X. And so um, he, you know, what I'm saying, we created this whole with the strip club. You saw mm-hmm. the strip club was all in white. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. And it had like the we had the best women at the time. We, you know what I'm saying. But that's <laughs> that. Was, uh, let me tell you something. That's what one to That's come on now. Yeah, you're gonna have the best everything. You know what I'm saying. You're gonna have the best cars. Yeah, you're gonna have the flyest clothes. And you're gonna have to fly as women. You know what I'm saying? So Come on now. you start having to and look at I mean, we're gonna let the video tell what it is. And you know what I'm saying? <laughs> and and it's gonna look and it's gonna look like it's HD. It might have didn't have four four K back then. Yeah. But you know it's the closest thing, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm with you. Yeah, so that's what we did, you know what I mean? And just that you know what was crazy? Uh-huh. You know who broke that record? Who? Luda. Luda! And one of yeah, he, it was Chris Lover Lover with Poon Daddy. Lover, and that's right. Saying? It was 99.7 then. Come on now. You know what I'm saying? 107.9. Yeah, you know no, I'm with you. You know what I'm saying? But, you know, but he broke it. That's the wildest jump. And then it was crazy because then he told us that he was a rapper. <laughs> and then he was coming out, you know, we, I, we were like, yeah, that's real good. 
and we take that serious. So that's why you you saw he, on the Peaches and Cream remix, mm -hmm. he was there. Oh, that's hard. So that's that's hard. hard. Like, yeah. That when he take he, he when he puts that picture out, mm -hmm. is like crazy. Like he had the afro. Yeah, you know what I'm yeah. Like, This dude is a real star. You know what I'm exactly. saying? Like, yeah. yeah. Oh that's man, crazy. Now I got a question though, Slim. In that decade run, what was the difference between the 90s industry and the 2000s music industry? Ooh. Well, at, at first of all, everything started going, trying to go digital. Uh -huh. They kind of warned us, too. Ooh. I ain't gonna front, man. They t for somebody to tell me that they were gonna be playing music on the phone, you listen, okay? I'm like, Radio, I'm music for the radio. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, but it was crazy because they were telling us like it was going in another direction. Yeah, it's going to another direction. Like you start seeing certain things, and um, it started become more. It's real funny because you know it was like like even with the reality situations, mm -hmm. people start forgetting that a re real world was popping on MTV. That's right. That was reality TV. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? But we didn't. I didn't take it serious like that because all I thought of was, man, well, man, they about to turn on, you know what I'm saying, yeah. DFX or, you know what yeah. I'm saying, or, you know, or BT, you mm -hmm. already know, I'm, I know it's about to pop, you exactly. know what I'm saying, at a certain time, but yeah, it's like the format start changing and things start going digital. And then after the whole nap, nap start, mm, you know Napster. Great, Napster, people should have just bought that money. <laughs> they would have just bought it. You know what I'm saying? You then could have controlled it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But no, you everybody just you know what I'm saying, making it seem like it was so. And now look how everything is now. Everything is all over the place. You know what I'm saying? Like, and I ain't gonna front. Like when you do the math of like music now, you know, with us when we go platinum, it's platinum 16.99. You knew that every album was 16.99. That's right. You see what I'm saying? And now if you look at certain people, people don't put but ten. 10 records out at 99 cents a pop, you know what I'm saying? You download it piece by piece. And then you got the streams. YouTube is a, a sixth of a penny. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I be, I, 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 so now I'll be wondering how these deals six are. Sixth of a damn penny? It is just what it is. Like, unless you got something with title, title pays more than everybody. But you know what I'm saying? I, it's just one of those things like, it's different now. Yeah. But I ain't gonna front. Now here come the pros. The artists of today are much more smarter than we were. Mm. <laughs> yes. These guys know exactly. They're creating them. They treat themselves as a business. Nice. They know. They already have their platforms already set out. You know what I'm saying? So a lot of these people that I you. do, I still, I'm a, I'm a student of the game. So yeah. I look at the people that actually have their stuff already in play. Mm -hmm. So you know what I'm saying? Like. I've never met met Russ, mm -hmm. but he sounds like the smartest dude I've probably <laughs> he ever. He got his I, shit I, together. I, I'm, I'm, he's from here. Mm -hmm. I, I know he stays here, right? Yeah. The one of the smartest dudes. I yeah. love to meet him. Yeah. And this this guy, like, because what he understands that once you have your platform, mm -hmm. your platform is in place, and you have your core audience. That's right. If that core audience is active. You're going to make more money than the mainstream <laughs> artists. Like Facts. it is what it is, and Facts. that's what and that he's taking that role is what us old older school artists are doing now. Like we still sell out arenas, we do yeah. our things. We don't have the 
let's say little baby amigo type yeah. uh, streams. Yeah, you know what I'm saying on Spotify. But if you check 112 out over here in Pandora, it's going down. It's <laughs> we going got billions down. of streams on our side too. And the funny thing that you just said about Russ is kind of like that across all media as well. So when yeah. the music is like that, with television, if you have your stuff together, we go. you can put out your own stuff. Radio yeah. is the same thing, yeah. and you make more money yeah. going digital and owning your exactly. stuff. Exactly, I was about than to you say were that working too. for somebody. Exactly. Then why would you want to take a nine to five? And you know what the situation is, and you know how much this bigger circle is getting. You know what I'm saying? Like at this point, now that we have the knowledge, now it's like, what are you going to do with it? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And how big are your balls to put it out there? How much do you <laughs> believe in yourself to make it pop? So, when yeah. it comes to taking advantage of opportunities, though, Slim, what was it that kept y'all from messing up y'all opportunity once y'all got it? Mm. Meaning what? Because you know, uh, one twelve. We're not. Um, we 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 made some mistakes too. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? One big one that you know what I'm saying. People are seeing right now. Here we go. It's like at at at, at a certain point. Like I, I would just tell people that when you're in a group, treat it as a group. Mm -hmm. If you're by yourself, you think me, myself, and I. If you're in a group, you think we, us, and our. Yeah. The day you confuse them situations is the day you you set yourself up for failure. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And uh, but I would have to say that you know um, the reason why we're blessed to have ran for a full decade, really. Mm -hmm. You know, on a mainstream. You know what I'm saying? Being a premier yeah. is because you know. First off, I have to say we had people, and you know that people around us that made sure that even though um, we had weaknesses, that it wasn't exposed, mm. and we didn't let our faults turn in on us yeah. for as long as they possibly could hold it. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? <laughs> like, and then, you, because sometimes when you get to a certain level, artists, we, we be in our own bubble, mm. and he, even though you tell someone, you can tell us the truth, we don't hear it the same way you're saying it. How you saying it coming out of your mouth? Yeah. And you know, sometimes we'll get so big to where don't listen. See, with myself, you know what I mean. In my own circle, I was always humbled. Mm -hmm. Like in my situation, I was never the top of anything. Like if you call anybody in my family, I got family members that you know I'm not the only person in the family that is a star. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? My last name is Skandrick. Okay? Yeah. Orlando Skandrick is also a superstar. You see what yeah. I'm saying? Yeah. Reggie Skandrick, who's the uh, first black sheriff over in Henry County, is also, you know what I'm saying, uh, it's a bunch of Skandricks out here that people <laughs> really that's it. And, and they would tell you, my great uncles who are rich yeah. will literally look you in the face and tell you. You're not the only person that you know what I'm saying. <laughs> you know what I'm saying. Hey, when I tell you go and take that trash out. You know I mean? So you know what I'm saying. So that's why I mean. So for myself, I'm a very humble type person, and I'm yeah. cool with that. Like you know what I'm saying. What was it like coming from Cleveland Ave, then finding yourself in New York, and then y'all started making the money? How did that change anything? Well, <laughs> come on. <laughs> now, listen, <I> <laughs> Now I'll tell you right now, you know, uh, yeah. I didn't go as far as most people, okay? Yeah. 
But I, I'm not all the way in. I'm not all the way innocent too. Okay, yeah. everybody got their vices. Okay, <laughs> some people like jewelry. Some people like, you know what I mean? Like some people, drugs. I did go. They yeah. do everything, right? Well, I mean, my situation. I like. I would like. I did like to. I'm like more like a pack rat. So I did like hold on to the money as much as I possibly yeah. could. But then here we go. Then the cars. You know what I'm saying? Like you know. Um, like there's certain things that you know what I'm saying that you know I I I wished I didn't you know what I'm saying but thank goodness that like I said I have people in my corner that basically was like a slim like you trying to be broke mm. I mean you know you know big shout out to my my accountant now and the accountant before then <laughs> you know what I'm saying like yep. they used to have very real conversations with me you know what I'm saying like and I got front um um I did have a um. I did. I have a. I had a vision of myself. Like, I always wanted to move to Hawaii. Mm-hmm. And end game was Hawaii. I also knew how how expensive Hawaii was. Yeah. So I fell in love with Hawaii at eighteen. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So I knew that regardless of all the millions of dollars and stuff that I was making, at this point, I got to take that million dollars and then I say, if I if everything was to stop right now, how how long do I plan on living? And then how long am I going to make the actual monies yep. that I have over here stretch for those many years? Exactly. So that little seven or eight figures that you think that's cool ain't really that money. You know what I'm saying? Yep. Ain't, that ain't no money because you got first of all you got to pay taxes, and then you got to pay all these people. And, one, and 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 with artists, we're the only ones that are being paid gross. Everybody else, I mean net. We're the only ones net. Everybody else is paid by the gross. That million dollars ain't a million dollars. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I don't care. <laughs> 112, we had a, a basketball a, a, a basketball uh, athlete mm. uh, joint going to Def Jam. As you start seeing, as time goes by, once those taxes and everything start coming in, that starts chopping in. So yeah. that's why I say, like, then you have to just make the smart situations, which, thank God, I start doing. <laughs> I feel your net because <laughs> it's a lot. Because I don't know what what would have happened. I don't know what would have happened. Like even with the situations that are going on, like now, you know what I'm saying. Like you start learning, like when the fun, when when the fun fades, mm-hmm. and like you know when you come out young, it's all fun and everything's moving. It seems like you know you're gonna be there forever. Yeah. See, like I remember at one time, I used to think if I sing ABCs, I could sing ABC. It'll be number one on the Billboard charts, and mm. you know what I'm saying, because that's where it felt. Yeah, with 112, like if you look at our analyst, like we have more top ten hits than any other R&B group in our in our era. Like, number one, like, it's, it's it's all the way across Grammys. We yeah. got whatever, right? And you're thinking in your mind that you know this is what it's going to be, mm-hmm. but you never know what's going to happen in the future. You know what I'm saying? So thank goodness I did have a little paranoia. And I, I kind of blame that even, you know, with having kids. I had kids early, like. Yeah. So, you know what I mean? Like, everybody else have fun. They can go to the south part of Greece. Or, <laughs> <laughs> mad up. Yeah. I couldn't do that. Yeah, I, I got to go home. I got to babysit. I had Come my, on. I had my first son up there in New York where yeah. everybody else could play ball with Backstreet Boys. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? So, it, 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 hey, it's real tall records. You know what I'm saying? So, it is what it is, you know. 96 and 95. Biggie and Tupac and knowing both of those guys, 
What was it like meeting them as regular people before the beef? And then crazy. what was it like when the beef took off? Yeah, that was crazy. Cause uh, we met Tupac with Biggie at the Jack the Rapper uh, at the Jack the Rapper convention. Well, that's not now. I'm Down here in Atlanta. I know y'all young. You know what you're talking about. about. You know about Jack yeah, the Rapper? Yeah. Okay, cool. All right. Yeah. So Jack the Rapper people, okay? Jack the Rapper, that it was a uh, um, uh, it was just like a conference yeah. that used to happen. It was huge, new music. Uh, if you're an up and coming artist, you come in. You know what I'm saying. You can do your thing, right? Mm -hmm. And you can and you can possibly get the deal. You know what I'm saying. Whatever. Mm -hmm. So, um, Big and Pac were friends. Mm. They were hand in hand friends. So you had, like that. I remember them. Like, he was making a joke like. Look at Slim, look at that's your little brother right there. You know, <laughs> if you look at my old picture, you know I had a thick, you know, yeah. eyebrows, both of skinny. You know what I mean? Like thick mustache. You know what I mean? Yeah. It was crazy. He, you know, he was like, you know, I kind of see it. You know what I mean? <laughs> but, you know, it was, it was it was crazy. So um, when you like then to see how things kind of transpired, it was like, see, for me, it was like a lesson there too. Like you know what I'm saying? Like that's the reason why I don't let people in my circle. Mm. Like you know what I'm saying? Like, how I am? I, I, I'm I'm very particular. Mm -hmm. And then, if anything is to happen, I'm not shocked. I could be disappointed, mm -hmm. but I'm not shocked because I've seen two best friends. You know what I'm saying? Now it was an East Coast. It was a, the. It was a rip. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? The whole culture. It was crazy. Mm -hmm. So you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, that was just a. Uh, a very uh, crazy and unfortunate situation. I just wish, you know, things didn't happen like that. What was the atmosphere like at Bad Boy being in the epicenter of all of this stuff, though, Slim? You was there for it. Yeah. Yeah, well, it was kind of wild because, you know, they, so, so you think, like, it's one thing, like, everybody, you know, y'all paying attention, like, Y'all listening to it and just like, oh yeah, this has happened. Imagine you being a part of the situation, you trying to go out and being on promo, and you going, it's just like going into a hood you know you're not supposed to be in. Yeah. Just imagine, you know what I'm saying? Like people, being like you in a, you go into a hood and you know you're not supposed to be in there, and you know there's tension, but you still got to do what you got to do. You know what I'm saying? And, and for 112, it was even crazier because it was like, yo. We're from Atlanta. So, you know what I'm saying? So it's just like, man, you know, we're not really trying to, you know what I mean? But you're experiencing certain things that people really think, mm -hmm. you know, they really think we killed Tupac. <laughs> or they really think that we had real problems with people when if people only knew that we were friends with every last one of them, you know what I'm yeah. saying? I, I, it was cool, you know what I'm saying? Like, we were very cool with Snoop and, you know what I'm saying, Daz and Corrupt, and like, we were real we were real cool with them. Yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? But the world, the street, thinking mm. another thing, you know what I'm saying? Like, I was cool with two of the cats from Outlaws. Yeah. Like, it was just crazy, you know what I'm saying? So that's what I'm like, at the end of the day, that's why I'm like, man, you know, I, you know, I, I just want people to understand, so like, don't let that repeat itself, please, y'all. You know what I'm saying? Let's, you know what I mean? When Tupac dies, what is it like on the label then when you realize that we are all mortals and people are really dying out here? Yeah. What was Biggie's energy like? What was Faith's energy like? What was Diddy's it energy was like? It was crazy. It was actually low. 
Yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it it was like, it wasn't like nobody, like, everybody was just basically like, wow, man, this is crazy. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, myself, I'm like, man, I love Tupac. I love his music. Yeah. I'm from here. So, you know, we play Tupac all day long. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? It's just like, that's what you said somehow. Like, when you just saying reality versus what you think. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Like, the... The stuff dreams. that's out there, the dreams, and what's out there, just put out there versus the reality. You talking about real people's lives out here? Yeah. So you know what I'm saying, bad boy. You know what I'm saying. That affected all of us. You know what I'm saying. Like, and you know that. Like, that's very unfortunate. Then you fast forward, and the same fate happens to Biggie, which was really hard to embrace because here we were right there at the awards joint. If you if you right right before he left, that was at the BET Awards, you know what I mean? And we were on the stage with him. You know what I'm saying? When he said the infamous sup Cali. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And it was just like you could feel it, but see, what people didn't know was Big was so excited, he had just mixed and mastered the Life After Death album. Yeah. And here he is blaring it. And he was saying, like, it just it's crazy, like, to hear somebody say, I'm finally about to be able to live, like, I'm, I'm about to take care of my family, I'm about to do this, I'm about to, he's saying these things, and you know, all us being from the hood, we all know what that is, like, and you yeah. just, just think of somebody, you ride with them, and then all of a sudden, you've been through the, everything, and then all of a sudden, you're seeing something happening, and it's like, it's finally about to happen for them, and you want something, so, you just, you living through it, all of us, for us, it's family. Yeah. And you know what I'm saying? And then all of a sudden it's just like gone. And you get a phone call. He's dead. What? You know what I'm saying? So that's crazy. So that's why I'm saying, like, you know, it just, you know, it was hard. And then singing at the funeral and then knowing like in your mind, like, dang, we just I could just still hear his voice. Like, we be in New York, he's right there. Like we kicked it with him. If this wasn't like no, oh, you're on the same label, but y'all over here in New York. Yeah. This was like, when we come to New York, we be in the car with them. If Big had like promo, Faith be in one truck, Big be in the other truck, two of us be over here, two of us be over there. Yeah. We riding with them, talking, you, you with them. Yeah. Good, bad, and ugly, all the stuff. We used to wrestle with, you know what I'm yes. saying? Like everything. You know, we used to make it East Coast versus the ATL, you know what I'm saying? They used to pick on because we used to wear the Air Force Ones back then of versus course. the ATM. Yeah. You know yeah. And we, uh, oh my God. So so when you think of all that stuff, and it's just like now you at the funeral and you're like, man, get up. Like, yeah. And but knowing that's it. How did that impact you, though, Slim, seeing all of that stuff up close and personal and then being in the middle of it, even though you wasn't in busting no guns and starting nothing with right. nobody, you was right. in your own lane, but yeah. you was still had a courtside seat to all of this uh, stuff. Not to mention that Cupid was out. He's hypnotized is number one with a bullet. Cupid was number two with a bullet. Mm. He's now passed. But his album here is about to come, and we're with number two. That's why Cupid never went number one. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And, and but we we have to be out here. We got to be out here doing promo, and we're still working through our stuff. We couldn't just sit back home. 
I still live in Cleveland Avenue. You know what I'm saying? I still was still in the hood. I'm still trying to get myself out of there. Yeah. You know, you see what I'm saying? So it, it's just like, man, you know, what are we going to do? So big shouts out to all our team at the time, Barry and all of us. We're like, and, you know, I, helping, you know what I'm saying, all of us out there and just making, taking lemons and making it into an enterprise. You know what I'm saying? Like, it, it was just crazy. I'll be missing you when y'all recorded that thing, and then that turned out to be one of the biggest songs ever as well. What was it like recording that song, and then when was the time that you performed it that it just wore you all the way out? Well, when we got together, it was a long time afterwards. Cause Bad Boy had shut down for like three months. Because mm. even when we were out there on the road, we still, you know what I mean, but we knew the, comp the label was shut down. Yeah. So when we got back together, um, it was sad because you know what I'm saying like we haven't seen it and you know we it's touchy, but then when the music comes on we it's like a family you know come mm. together you know what I'm saying and we talk about good stuff and just and then when you hear the music now we did it a bunch of ways mm -hmm. before we got to the I'll be missing you but it was just something when you heard that sample mm -hmm. that that sting sound like that. yeah and then it was crazy and then the where it really hit me was probably at the uh, MTV Music Awards when Sting came and performed. Mm. And it was like, wow. You know what I'm saying? For the world to actually, it, it felt like it was a healing yeah. process happening because when you're going through that ride and people are telling you, you know what I'm saying? They're calling you all this stuff, you know what I'm saying? And you know, you're seeing two friends, you know what I mean? And then both of them gone. And then, you know, and it was just like, and then how the how the world was shook. Mm -hmm. And then all of a sudden, you, now here comes this one song. And all of a sudden, it was like, it felt like people would start healing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And so I, I wasn't surprised at the, uh, the it being number one in the world for so many weeks. And, yeah. And all this, like, you know what I'm saying? That was amazing, but it was just like, a medicine like it was a healing process and for me it was just amazing being there for all of that being a part of it and then fast forward in 20 years and 25 years and you seeing this the stuff that movies and documentaries are being made of how does that make you feel reliving those times through your television crazy because it's like you know that person and then they're making movies out of it yeah you know what i'm saying like all of it like it's not it like even getting out of the bad boy situation. Like when I watched the new edition, mm -hmm. I watched the new edition movie, and um, on the BT joint, it was crazy because they had that scene where they had all of the buses and they all had their individual buses. Yeah. Guess who opened it up? Opened up that tour. One twelve. So and I remember Brooke coming on our bus. These guys was actually arguing with each other, trying to fight each other. They were, they were not getting along. You know what I'm saying? I'm saying that now. You know what I'm saying? Like, and they're all of our heroes. Like for me, they're all my heroes. So yeah. to see the guy you want to be enraged, like I don't know what that was about, but, that ain't one, of, but, but one of them was on our bus, and the other one came in at it, you know. And then here we go. Brooke came in and looked at me. He was like. I, I know he looked at I was shook. I ain't gonna What these niggas He knew about killing yeah. And then you know <laughs> and you know he just looked, he was like, hey, just don't you don't let it be you. Ooh. So now I think about the stuff that 112 goes through. 
Spotify. <laughs> well, you know, hey, all you do is put it in God's hands at that point. Exactly. So now, going forward with the music, y'all had to part ways with Bad Boy. What was that like when y'all got ready to leave the place that birthed 112? But you know what was crazy? All right. So when when that situation happened, first of all, it wasn't about Puff yeah. more than something else. You know what I'm saying? It was the publishing, I mean, the production deal that we were signed to. Okay. So that production deal held us to Bad Boy. We were never signed directly to Bad Boy. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So that being said, you know what I'm saying? You had no choice. If you're going to leave the production joint, then you know what I'm saying? That yeah. actually puts you in a position, you know. Now, it came at a time where, you know, the timing and when people were about to get, you know, re-up their monies and stuff like that, you know, mm -hmm. whatever. And then we found out, you know, well, 112 was really worth. And you know what I'm saying? We would, at this time point, it was just like, okay, it's not personal. There's nothing personal because we love everybody. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, but this is a business move. And I understand. That was the first time I understood business. Mm -hmm. Like, I can be cool. You can... I love you, this all stuff or whatever, but when you handling business, it's business. He's thinking about him. Exactly. He not think he he he'll think about you when the he's right. You, you see what I'm saying? <laughs> so it is like I get it. I right, so guess what? I'm slim. Yeah. And I know exactly what I bring to the table. If I don't know from the la the, the 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 projects and stuff, the body of work that I've done, then something is wrong with me. Yeah. This is not a hobby. That's this right. Is, this is actual. This is an actual business. So that being said, you know, uh, on the fourth, on when we went to Def Jam, which we would have never made that amount of money ever in our career musically, you know, as far as albums are concerned, had we not made that mm -hmm. move. Okay, so that was a good thing for one twelve or whatever. Mm -hmm. Two, what people didn't know was that on the fourth album, there was a joint collaboration, Bad Boy and Def Jam. They were all mm. both together. Now, even though, you know, I mean, I have my own personal situation. I leave that up to the movie or book. Right? <laughs> I, I, it's it, it just, <laughs> it just one of the situations that just know this, y'all. That Bad Boy and Def Jam, it was a collaboration. Yeah. So you know what I'm saying? And it was just you know, a matter of um, when you're coming from a boutique label and going into a a, a label where you're supposed to already have your system already in play mm -hmm. and they just have they're they're just a big umbrella. Yeah. And you're supposed to just have your see, we weren't used to that. Mm -hmm. So for that project right there, I don't think one twelve deserved the accolade. That's my personal opinion. Because, you know, whatever it was, it was like we didn't have a hit single on the fourth hour. Might have went platinum. Yeah. But that's that's the difference between hot and then it being a classic album. You know mm. Your brand can be hot, yeah. But then people just, but we didn't have not one hit song on it. Mm. So you know what I'm saying. So that's what I'm like. You know, you know who's supposed to take responsibility of that? I'll leave that to the movie. But, but here we I go. Yeah, I'll break it down a little bit more. But the fifth album, we get, we got it together, <laughs> and here we back on it. You know, hey, platinum Johnson, we but we figured it out. Being some young men from the ATL, I mean, it was obvious that y'all had to be players. And I have to ask every R&B male singer that comes in this thing, everybody wants to know what it's like. You can't rap a woman out her draws, okay? But you can damn sure sing them out of it. 
What was that like having to deal with the women going crazy for 112 every time y'all touched down? Hey, well, you knew exactly what it was. Now, I respect, <laughs> for, for me, you know what I'm saying, I would speak for myself, so I don't want to get nobody in trouble. Here we go. So, I, I mean, <laughs> listen, okay. Uh, now, <laughs> me growing up, mm -hmm. I was a nerd. Mm -hmm. All the rest of them cats were very popular in school. Uh, you know, it was, I wasn't. Mm -hmm. All right, so I'm the same guy, okay? <laughs> y'all remember me? Y'all go look, Google it back. Now. Skinny, 120 pounds, wet, soaking wet, okay? Yes, sir. So when I got the deal, did I do push-ups? You know what I'm saying? Did I get tattoos? You know? Did I grow a beard or anything? <laughs> no, I didn't do none of that, okay? I was still same skinny guy. Yeah. You feel me? The only difference is I got some money. I can dress better. Mm-hmm. I can afford to get a better haircut. <laughs> All of a sudden, it went from, what's his name? To, oh my God! Come <laughs> <laughs> okay. on, man. Like, I, I know exactly what time it is. This is like, you know, and I had to go through, I had to go through a period of that mm -hmm. where I had became in, like a recluse. Yeah. Because I didn't know how to trust people. I was like, Ooh. Hey, what the hell? Like, so I used to cut school. Well, I didn't cut school. I actually, I, I, my, my situations was basically, I got my, I had already had my scholarships and all this stuff, and this was before I got the thing, or whatever. So I didn't have to. In my senior year, I didn't have to go mm -hmm. because I already had all my requirements or yeah. whatever. You know what I'm saying? I took like physics and stuff in the ninth grade. Whatever. That's right. So here we go. So I used to get on the, um, on a martyr joint and ride all the way from from the airport. All the way to like, well, at that time, the last uh, stop was Lennox. Mm. I'd get off on Lennox, <laughs> walk around Lennox. Nobody studying me. I'm sitting back there, I could ride the bus. 55 Okinawa, 90 Jonesboro. Knows I can still remember them buses, yeah. you know what I'm saying? I can ride through, walk through five points. Nobody, you know, I go out through underground. Now, when the group came together, we used to sing. It used to draw attention, you know what I'm saying, whatever. But uh, other than that, nothing. And then all of a sudden now, I remember go try to go in and get some uh, shoes, some Jordans, mm -hmm. and they, Lenny threw me out, said I was inciting a riot. Damn. I, had to run. I, I didn't know. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't thinking properly. But you know what I'm saying? But um, yeah, I, I just look at it like, you know, um, it comes with the job. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? And sometimes, you know, music can make you cooler than probably what you really are. I think that it was a great thing that we didn't have social media because had I had social media back then, people would have, it's no, it, it was no way of me flexing. You see yeah. what I'm saying? Like, I didn't get my crib into the third, my third album. You know mm. what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Like, I yeah. was in the hood, for real. Okay, so now what was that like having these hit singles still in the hood, though? Didn't bother, but didn't bother me not one bit. <laughs> because I mean, Cleveland. At better time, they had me. I, I was good. I could yeah. walk. I can go to Kroger's. Yeah, and you know what I'm saying. Now, even they did tell me at some point that I had to. It was 24 hours then. I don't know if it's 24 hours now, but I had to go there at two or three o'clock in the morning because me walking around. Yeah, and it, it was crazy. Now I did have cars. Yeah, but I didn't. I stayed in the hood. Yeah. And I was good. <laughs> I, I fought juvenile for that. You know what I'm saying? For a 400 degrees video. Yeah. <laughs> Looking at the video, I think I thought I was them. 
Mm-hmm. I thought I was a hot boy. <laughs> so, you know, but, but at the end of the day, it was just, you know, but no, it was, it, it was cool. Like, it, it, for me, it was cool because I was young. Mm-hmm. Now, how do you ask man now? I've been going crazy. You know what I'm saying? But thank goodness everything worked out the way it did. You know what I'm saying? Because I did not blow my money. Yeah. Or, you know what I'm saying? Or get into a house that I was not going to own. Just imagine that. I think I would have had a worse problem saying, dang, I used to be in this house that was three, four million dollars. Now I'm not in it. But how much money did I spend? Oh my mm. God! And then you know what I'm saying. What are you doing right now? You know what I'm saying. Like, I I like it the way I have it now. I'm living more of my best life. That's now. right. You know what I'm saying. All my struggles were not for anything. Mm-hmm. And I can look at my sons and be like, and now that they got nice houses and cars, exactly. And now that's what matters. You know what I'm saying. Thanks. For me, it's just about being debt free, which that's a blessing now. You know Church. What I'm so. Slim, being around greatness and being great in your own right as well, what do you think it is that made the Puff Daddies, the 112s, the Faith Evans, the Biggest Smalls, the Totals so damn great? Man, I'm going to give it, you have to give it to everybody. Like, I want to talk about the fans, the people at the time, the culture and the stuff that was going on right then and there, right? It's not too much different of, like, People trying to be who's the hardest and this and that, you know what I'm saying? The flex and stuff is still the same. Only difference is that you have social media, it's digital, mm-hmm. you have all this technology versus with us, it was just, it is what it is. Yeah. But the lifestyles were still the same, you feel me? Yeah. But the thought process was a little different. Mm. You see what I'm saying? Like in the 90s, it was like, yeah, you could be hard, it was gangster music and all this stuff or whatever, but. At the end of the day, when the king came home, you know what I'm saying, it was like the king knew who his queen was. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like the hardest, the hard, the hard, the hardest um, gangster rap groups and stuff were married. Few of them were faithful. <laughs> yeah. Like you, I, it's the craziest situation. Like you know, and then we, you know, on you know, if you listen to certain music, you know what you're gonna get. With R&B, we, I didn't have a problem with being from the hood, but telling a girl exactly how I feel. Mm-hmm. Like, I can be a king and be all on, on however I handle my business one way, but then when it comes to my queen, man, I'm going to show a softer or humbler side. You see what yeah. I'm saying? And she respects me for that. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? You know, it was a praising on both sides more yeah. than what's going, I would say, what's going on right now. Okay. Mm. Moving forward with 112 and Slim. What else you got up your sleeve, Slim, that we need to know about? Uh, and then also Bad Boy reunions, 112 reunions. I mean, what's going on here? Oh, well, I mean, well, Bad Boy, well, Bad Boy reunion, I, I don't even call it Bad Boy reunion because, I mean, we still all talk to each other. That's right. Like, I could call, I got Diddy's number. I could call Diddy or, you know what I'm saying, or Faith or yeah. Jada. You know, I could, you call anybody, you know what I'm saying? It's all, we're always, a family. In contact, no yeah. Matter. Now, um, as far as like 112, 112, we're, our brand, see, this is our 25th year. Ooh. Right? So, it's something real crazy. Like, I, I said something about like 107.9, right? Mm-hmm. I can talk about 107. Yeah, you can say whatever you want. Okay. All right, so, okay, so 107.9, right? Mm-hmm. Like, we, um, on your first... The first 107.9 um, birthday, bash. birthday bash, mm-hmm. we were on it. Ooh. We, 
That's crazy. To headline the first birthday bash, and like we're 112 is just as old as the radio station. <laughs> That's so crazy. It's crazy. That is crazy. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like so, like to take it now, it's our 25th year, right? Mm-hmm. And for, for myself, you know what I mean? Like, like for me, it it, it means more. Like. Mm-hmm. I own the trademarks, everything with 112. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So for me, it's it hit different. Mm-hmm. It's it's more about the we, us, and I, what this brand, what is it going to be? I want 112 to be among the likes of the 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 Temptation, the OJs, the Drifters, like the new additions, the Boys, the Men's, yeah. the Jodices. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like the premieres of our of, of our generation. And that's all I see. Mm-hmm. I don't care about my uh, like myself. I mean, it's great. You know what I'm saying? That's a personal thing, but it has nothing to do with it. Like that's where I get my pride in my situation. That so yeah. So um, that's what it's all about. Like, and I'm I feel blessed to be able to say that we're still headlining tours. We're still going all over the world to look at our calendar and to see. All of which, and we're still we're going around the world, even after an epidemic like this. Look what great this pandemic! Like, <laughs> yeah. Look what this pandemic was like. To sit still, it was a humbling experience to be like, for the first time in twenty five years, we didn't do no show, like no shows. Yeah, and we're just sitting there, and it was like, man, and you never know, you never know how. You know, something so important is it just is taken away from you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So now everything is coming back to a a, a bit of a normality. So so now to see that our brand still is standing to the test of time and people still want to hear it, still you know what I mean? I feel like I there's a duty, it's a calling to make sure that that brand, when we're gone, fifty years from now, when people are talking about things like Look what happened with the verses and everything. Like yeah. for us to be a part of that, because the people, not us, we didn't pay for that. Exactly. We were at the beginning part of the situation. Yeah. When you didn't get no money, it was your pride. Exactly. You see what I'm saying? That's what was on the line. Like this is this is what it is. Yeah. Like now, even though it was a great thing because you had two iconic groups from Atlanta, Georgia. You know what I'm saying? Which we all, all knew each other before a deal. Damn. You know what I'm to now, you know what I'm saying? Being called. The two premier groups from ATL, the two premier groups, period, of our era facing off with each other. Come on. You know what I'm saying? And it, that is an amazing situation. And it was like, you know, even though, yes, I'm competitive, you know what I'm saying, whatever, you know what I'm saying? But to look over and over at that screen and to see Brandon, Brian, Wingo, and Cal, and knowing that we're brothers, yeah. and, you know, and, and you know what I'm saying? And they like, it felt good. Like, so that's why I said towards the end, you can kind of tell it start telling on you. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, we, it was a compliment start. Like, God damn, Yeah, man. yeah. Two twins of this freaking topic, man. <laughs> they write these freaking songs, man. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, and, it's cra- and it's crazy. It's like, you know, that's what it's all about. You know what I'm saying? Now, you know, um, stretching, going into different genres. Like, things that I take pride in and like what I've done, you know, um, not only... I just worked in the R&B and hip hop side. I, you know, I teamed up with me. I met playing skills. Mm-hmm. Got a chance to work with Frankie J or you know what I'm saying, the Pitbull. Yeah. You know what I'm saying, 
I got a chance to work with David Guetta, you know what I'm saying, with Usher and Luda record. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. That was a crazy record. Like, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, now going into the countryside, you know what I'm saying? Country work. Like, being like Blanco Brown is from Bankhead Courts, you know what I'm saying? And for him to have a, <laughs> a number one joint, and he they put him in the country rock yeah. and roll, the Hall of Fame, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> uh, the country Hall of Fame. What in the world? And you know what I'm saying? He's from Bankhead Court, the yeah. real Bankhead yeah. Court. And you know what I'm saying? And then, you know, and now, you know, to be doing stuff with him, you know what I'm saying, working on his project and Jimmy Allen, and, and you know what I'm saying? And like, even to now have a chance to even do a country album. Mm. And you know what I'm saying? Like, and to, you know, for me and Mike, you know what I'm saying? I know we're the originals to look at each other and be able to say, we can drop our, we don't chase billboards no more because. Yeah. We are who we are. Like That's I said, right. you watch first, you know what time it is. So it's like, okay, now you don't chase, you don't chase billboards and stuff. Now it's for the culture. Mm -hmm. It's like what we worked hard for, and I'm craving for the day they call. You know, we went to New Editions when uh, New Editions joint when they got the star on the walk on the Walk of Fame. Mm -hmm. We did that on ourselves. Yeah. I wanted to do it. I paid for my own. I, I wanted to see it. Yeah. Because these guys, we we were there. Yeah. And we they were young. We were younger. We were younger. And to see them do it, and for Michael Bivens to look up and say, you're next. Mm. And I can still feel the chill. Like, yeah. yo, yo. Like, <laughs> at this point, nothing or no one can stop this unless it's me, myself. I feel that. So, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's that's exactly what we want. Also, you know, I'm doing stuff in the community. Henry mm -hmm. County, I, I brag about my cousin, you know what I'm saying? Red, uh, Sheriff, Sheriff Scandrett down there in Henry County. First African-American sheriff down there. Mm -hmm. And I want to give a big shout out to Shaq. Because yeah. Shaq is like in my family. <laughs> right now. Like, Shaq not only, not only lives in Henry County. And when I see Reggie, I see Shaq. My God. When you see when you see moving, you know what I mean? And he actually believes with my cousin. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like and and we're doing a lot of stuff. It's like when to sometimes in our family, to change the narrative, you gotta be the you gotta be the narrative. That's true. You gotta walk in situations that are not necessarily the most popular or unpopular or uncomfortable. You know, in in our culture, you know, black people have a problem. you know what I'm saying? You know, when you say something about police, you be like <laughs> yeah. Well, here we go. You gotta have it. You yeah. gotta have police because you gotta have some type of form of law and order. Okay. Now, Come on. That's it, you know. So that being said, if that we're gonna do this, <laughs> if you're gonna change something, sometimes you gotta be the person that's gonna get in there and and do it. You know what I'm saying? That's right. You, if you got a problem with something, now you be that change. And now, what are you going to do to make this situation a better situation? So for me, it's personal. For my for my family and and you know especially Reggie mm -hmm. and, and Reggie he's from Doug High he's from also from the West Side okay dear he's from Lovett, you know. yeah <laughs> yeah but uh, you know <laughs> but uh, yeah he's like he's doing his things like day one running yeah going into the where the schools the looking at the rules giving um uh, like just giving opportunities for the, the people that are like that are in in the prisons like in, in the jails mm -hmm. and and giving them a chance to uh learn trades that's gonna make them money when they come out of there. Not just anything, I'm not talking about just some regular, I'm talking about some real deal, like working on certain stuff. You can follow him, you know what I'm saying? 
uh, I think it's Scandrat for a sheriff, and uh, he talked you know, on IG, and he, I know he's on uh, Facebook, and it's another one. You know, I can't really think of that one, but I think it's the <laughs> sheriff. Point. But um, he actually talks about it. Like, he shows it, and we're in the community. In the 80s, we had uh, Officer Friendly. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like you knew the you knew the police yeah. in your na- in your neighborhood. Like it's time to go back to that. I agree. And, you know, and it might be a little different now because everything is a little dicey. But I yeah. tell you what, I would rather I would rather have a, a, a officer not talking at me, but talking to me. That's right. Know how to talk to a person. That's right. Of course, you can de-escalate a lot of situation because. Hey man, like we're all the same, you know what I'm saying? You the the law and order looks like your community. That's right. You see what I'm saying? So there's not a line, there's no friction. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So once there's a common goal there, and we can make the common goals, which is to make your where you stay the safest, the best place, better than anywhere. We call it. We call Henry County God's country. You yeah. see what I'm saying? And that's what we want. You know what I mean? And we're doing other things like you see us actively into the community. Like yeah. we just had a, a slingshot situation. It was a lot of sling. We had over five, six hundred joint people out there. You know what I'm saying? Shaq, mm-hmm. everybody was out there. You know what I'm saying? Like it was crazy. You know, um, um, we have a, a new amphitheater. We literally about to take Chastain. <laughs> like you know what I'm saying? Like I'm gonna tell you right now. We got some situations that's going on. I keep saying we, especially we, we got Re- Reggie and 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 Shaq. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yo, this is crazy. Like, understand, it's about to be some amazing situations. Money's people, the money's real money's coming into our community. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? To create, you know what I'm saying? I know everybody talks about the toss of the Black Wall Street. Yeah, let's do it again. Come on now, and and it starts with a mind frame. First, that's right. Don't you know what I'm saying? Instead of fighting and yelling at each other, let's find a common common grounds and let's work together. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? So that's that's what we're and our family is about. And you know what I'm saying? My my aunt also is the uh, the commissioner down there, District Two. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? D. Clemens. You know what I'm saying? So if you for me, it's personal. Mm. It's in our family. We don't right. we do a lot of walking in the morning. No, let's talk. Lastly, what advice do you got for that new young slim that's trying to come up and follow your footsteps, man? Oh. First of all, I would probably want to say, is this should you sure you want to do this? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but I, I don't, don't but don't let me uh, talk to you. I confuse people, okay? Like whatever whatever you want to do, mm-hmm. like singing, what I don't care whatever it is. You love it, and I like. I want you to love it. Love what you do. You know what I'm saying. So even if people say you're crazy, you know what I'm saying. Okay, I would rather people say you're crazy, but you believe in it. If you play the law of averages, something's about to happen. You mm-hmm. see, what I'm, see what I'm saying? And um, I would, I would definitely say, you know, um, don't lose yourself. You know what I mean? Like, and just don't lose, don't lose yourself in. The, the all the rigmarole. Mm. Set goals already. Already have your goals, and stick to them. Mm-hmm. Thick and thin. This is chess, not checkers. That's right. You know what I'm saying. And you got to understand. At the end of the day, this is not a hobby. Mm-hmm. This is a real business. You know what I'm saying. And at the end of the day, you're trying to make sure that you come out on top. Mm-hmm. Now, I me, I believe in codes and creeds, and you know what I'm saying. So I believe in how you treat people. It's going to determine 
where you go. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, so I don't believe in cheating on anybody, stepping on anybody's back or anything like that. And I also believe that we're human, and when you're human, it's you're gonna make mistakes. A real person, when you make that mistake, sometimes, you know what I'm saying, you gotta acknowledge that mistake, say it, embrace, hey, I, I made a mistake. You know what I'm saying? And you know, hey, I'm human. I well, you know, I made a mistake, I did this or whatever, and keep it moving, you know what I'm saying? Don't don't let pride and certain things that, you know, in the Bible that even God hates. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? To overtake your what you what you're saying you, you, you what you work you're working hard for. So so that that's what I'm saying. That being said, like, you know, I mean we need groups. We definitely need groups. <laughs> Big shout out to the Migos, man. Migo. Like, Migos, like, man, like, they remind me of us mm. at one point. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I saw that picture where they had one, they were, one of them was holding each other's shirt. Mm -hmm. That's exactly what I'm talking about. Pure, real group. Yeah. Like, where there's no weak link in the group. They're, they're all, all stars by themselves. Mm -hmm. They're unstoppable. They're unstoppable together. And Thanks. when you see them, you know what I'm saying, that's what it is. So on the group side, you know what I'm saying, so when I hear them say, greatest group in the world, I could, I could hear it. Yeah. I, could, I could feel it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? They, they make me, you know what I'm saying, and you listen to their body of work, which I actually love. Mm -hmm. Like So let's, let's get some more groups out there, people. I don't care. I, I'm at this point. I would love to see some singing groups, but at this point, I'm getting desperate. <laughs> I don't know if you gotta pull a pretty Ricky. One singer and three rappers, you know what I'm saying? Two singers, two, two rappers. I don't care what we gotta do at this point. Like, yeah. But I just wanna see groups come back out and you know what I'm saying, and thrive like how we were when, exactly. you know, when we were doing it. So. I can dig it with well, Slim. Appreciate you coming through this thing, yes, boss. Wish you nothing but the best and much success. You already know. Hey, peace up, A-Town down, A-Zone 3. I already know. Behind Radio, shout it, we go.